Section 77 of Lives of the Most Remarkable Criminals Who Have Been Condemned and Executed for Murder, the Highway, Housebreaking, Street Robberies, Coining, or Other Offenses, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Lives of the Most Remarkable Criminals Who Have Been Condemned and Executed, Volume 1, edited by Arthur L. Hayward. The Life of John Price, a Housebreaker A prolificate life naturally terminates in misery, and, according unto the vices which it has most pursued, so are its punishments suited unto it. Drunkenness besows the understanding, ruins the constitution, and leaves those addicted to it in the last stages of life, in want and misery, equally destitute of all necessaries and incapable to procure them. Lewdness and lust after loose women invenerate both the vigor of the brain and strength of the body, induce weaknesses that anticipate old age, and afflict the declining sinner with so many evils as makes him a burden to himself and a spectacle to others. But if, for the support of all these, men fall into rapacious and wicked courses, plundering others who have frugally provided for the supply of life in order to indulge their own wicked inclinations, then indeed the law of society interposes generally before the law of nature and cuts off with a sudden and ignominious death those who would otherwise probably have fallen by the fruits of their own sins. This malefactor, John Price, was one of those wretched people who act as if they thought life was given them only to commit wickedness and satiate their several appetites with gross impurities, without considering how far they offend either against the institutions of God or the laws of the land. It does not appear that this fellow ever followed any employment that looked like honesty, except when he was at sea. The terrors of a sickbed alarmed even a conscience so hardened as prices, and the effects of an ill-spent life appeared so plainly in the weak condition he found himself in, that he made, as he afterwards owned, the most solemn vows of amendment, if through the favor of providence he recovered his former health. To this he was by the goodness of God restored, but the resolutions he made on that condition were totally forgotten. As soon as he returned home, he sought afresh the company of those loose women and those abandoned wretches who, by the inconveniences into which they had formerly led him, had obliged him to seek for shelter by a long voyage at sea. What little money he had received when the ship was paid off was quickly lavished away, so that on the 11th of August, 1725, he, with two others named Cliff and Sparks, undertook, after having well weighed the attempt, to enter the house of the Duke of Leeds by moving the sash, and so plunder it of what was to be got. By their assistance, Cliff got in the window and afterwards handed out a cloak, hat, and other things to his companions Sparks and Price, but they were all immediately apprehended. Cliff made an information by what he discovered the whole fact, and it was fully proved by Mr. Beelan that Price, when first apprehended, owned that he had been with Cliff and Sparks. 
upon the whole the jury found him guilty upon which he freely acknowledged the justice of their verdict at the bar all the time he lay under conviction he behaved himself as a person convinced of his own unworthiness of life and therefore repined not at the justice of that sentence which condemned him to death though in his behavior before the trial there had appeared much of that rough and boisterous disposition usual in fellows of no education who have long practiced such ways of living yet long before his death he laid aside all that ferocity of mind appearing calm and easy under the weight of his sufferings and so much dissatisfied with the trouble he had met with in the world that he appeared scarce desirous of remaining in it he was not able himself to give any account of his age but as far as could be guessed from his looks he might be about thirty when executed which was at the same time with the malefactor last mentioned cliff whose information had hanged him being reprieved a fuller account of this rouge will be found on page two hundred seventy six end of section seventy seven end of lives of the most remarkable criminals who have been condemned and executed for murder the highway housebreaking street robberies coining or other offenses volume one by arthur l hayward